taking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. I'm at a better position to do this now. Are you? In Emotionally? As I'm recording and we'll see. I'm just ready to rage on a question. Spiritually? No, <laughs> oh, I'm a mess in all those Mentally. areas. I don't know that that's... I don't think that's ever been a prerequisite because if so, I there's no way I've been doing the show physically. for nine years. Certainly not physically. But hey, everybody, welcome back. Become the show. America's favorite podcast coming to you live from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here in a diversified podcast online. I am joined as always by our galactic hosts, Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. That's really interesting that you brought that up. I was listening to Hello Nasty for like the first time in, man, 20 years probably today. And so Intergalactic has certainly been playing. Mm. But I'm curious, uh, Mm. welcome the show, become the show. What is that? What does that mug say hanging in the foreground of your shop? It says, welcome to the shit show. Welcome to the shit show. Gotcha. That's accurate. accurate. I bring that to some certain meetings at work when I'm over it feeling passive aggressive yeah and mr <laughs> jeff watson i didn't realize that my shot was like that bad you can just see that's fair Th- this could have been done through an email so this could have been yeah, an email that'd be another good mug <laughs> that yeah you're on mute this could have been done through an email <laughs> uh, and this is your podcast where we take your topics and turn them into our show for 30 minutes of uninterrupted podcasting gold max is going to tell you how you keep the wheels turning, greasing them wheels, baby. You, you grease our wheels with your intellectual property and curiosity. We uh, yes. decided, you know, almost nine years ago when this podcast was born, crazy. Jesus Christ. Uh, I know that uh, we were going to use your topic. We were going to get you all involved. And so we we solicit topics from you guys and, and ladies and however you identify. And we give you uh, t-shirts and delightful uh, episodes of uh podcasting uh based on your topics so keep them coming uh if you send in enough you too can be uh sainted as uh uh uh, three of our listeners have already so Mm. i mean that's cool like look i don't know where else you're gonna get sainted realistically but Mm -hmm. that's a legit offer and Mm -hmm. listen we we have a very low threshold Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. if we draw like i don't know a handful of your topics Mm -hmm. you gain you get canonized like right away so it's, mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, if you're trying to get if you're trying to get the Catholic Church on board, it, you're it's not going to happen. So just just mm-hmm. you know, or if you just want to pad your resume, uh, your life resume, uh, yeah. just being like, oh, I'm not a doctor, uh, and it's not Esquire, but patron I'm saint, saint of ignorant, uninformed podcast. Uh, yeah, we're just maybe instead saint. of T-shirts, we get certificates of sainthood sent to people. Ooh, I feel like that's got to be after a couple podcasts. Like we can't just be like sainting people all Willie I think Nelson. We should. Why? Yeah, you can't just do it all. Uh, all I think we Nelson. can. We Why? can do because, whatever we want. Uh, yeah, you're sure not. Tried. You're not wrong. I but just we like don't it, do anything for like multiple topics. So maybe maybe we keep track yeah. of the topic providers and then just, they can earn sainthood. I feel like it cheapens it for like Jay and Rachel and Audrey who have legitimately been supporting us for a long fucking oh, time. Oh yeah, well they're yeah. like true patron saints like the other saints and i don't know enough about catholicism to speak on this but it's a good maybe. thing we call it startups what we do <laughs> uh-huh. it's a good thing it's a good uh, thing the show the is holy Tr- i mean they're the holy trinity and then we just have <laughs> and everyone else are like the saints yeah, they, yeah. Can, they the underlings even 
Uh, okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to like fit in with like the fates and like the virgin, the crone and the, uh, mm. uh, the, maiden. the matron maiden maiden. I knew it was man. Anyway, or maybe the Jake maiden's and- the virgin. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Hey, this is your top tweet. <laughs> uh, tell the people how to get our topics to us, Ben. Come on, you can, buddy. You can send them via Pack Mule to uh, the Mountain uh, Express. Go to um, you know ignorantuninformed.com and you can select submit a topic, or you can check us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash ignorantuninformed. Send us a message there. Uh, twank us on Twitter at ig and un. Um, and that is the best way to get us your topics. Or if you happen to know us, drop one in the bowl. Did I get it all? Shoot us a text. You did good enough. You could hit us up on Instagram if you really wanted to. No, Um, no. Can you though? (laughs) I mean, they could have an Instagram. This is what I'm saying. It is. I haven't checked that in a while. Exists. Uh, no, for sure, man. Uh, and speaking of one of our good, good saints, good patronly saints. Saint Josepher. Saintly patrons. Oh, Jesus. Okay, hang on. There's the no, parentheses in here. Oh, pra- oh my God. Qualifiers. <laughs> Parentheticals. I don't remember those being huh. acceptable. Okay. Uh, well, this I'm. You know what? This is a. This will be an interesting topic, possibly. I, uh, given favorable circumstances, parentheses, stable environment, financial flexibility, existing social support structure. Is it amoral to choose not to pursue parenthood? Jay. Amoral? That's what it says. So it's moral to be a parent. Yes, it is our moral imperative to make babies when we have the ability to do so in a safe and healthy environment. Mm. That is what Jay wants to know. As as the resident parental expert. Is that why you did it? Because it's the right thing to do, Ben? I was, uh, (laughs) I was, I, I mean, we thought about it for a long time like debbie and, so we were married we dated for like two three years before we got uh engaged and then we got married and now we're going to be celebrating our seventh yeah wedding <laughs> anniversary well, at least this eighth, won't be on the eighth, record fuck 21 sure. in august but it's like we just celebrated our seventh i guess right we in only august. celebrate 15, every 15, other 16, one 16 17 <laughs> yeah. 18 19 20 would have been seven yeah now, okay okay i can do math so but and and we just had our our son in november and we got married and so it was that was like a few months after our anniversary uh so yeah but but you know my my parents and certainly a lot of the generation that they are in like they all had kids within a little like a few years of being married or my sister had a kid i think two years after she got married um and and whether or not, you know, I, I think it's a decision that that uh, is sort of happening later in life for a lot of people, whether or not that's like a moral decision for them. I think for a lot of people, it's probably not. It's just sort of like expected and 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 maybe maybe that is like their moral obligation. But I don't I didn't feel like we were. We were like, well, we got to have a kid because everyone keeps telling us we got to have a kid. Uh, but like we decided we wanted to. I, here's the thing, though. And I'll, I'll I know. Uh, I'm just yeah, gonna, lay it down. Is, no, I love it. Here's the thing. Um, I was like, I still still have doubts like about 
because so we found out we were pregnant. We, we, Debbie and I, we found out the doctor told Debbie that she was probably pregnant, like literally a week before the lockdown began, like the beginning of March, uh, almost an entire year ago. But, uh, we found out on April 1st in like the beginning, the first two weeks of lockdown, like the, you know, the original two weeks of the lockdown before the pandemic, um, happy one year anniversary of the two week lockdown, uh yay. And, yay and so you know what i mean but it's like it, is it amoral to bring a child into a world like this like that that is you know post pandemic post like the our our the american political system is in shambles the the country itself our healthcare system and, and any other pick anything that has to do with money in this country. And we're, you know, are we doing a disservice to the world? We're leaving this kid. Like, is that, and there, what's my moral obligation in that situation? So I think that's an argument that has been around and forever, right? Like I guarantee you there were folks in the sixties and seventies during like the cold war, during any war doing during like Cuban missile crisis, during all of these things, like Mm -hmm. what sort of, you know, like, ah, oh, the world is shit and it's going to shit. Like, how can we bring a child into this world? And, you know, how is that a good thing to do? So I think that, you know, there's always going to be conditions that will mm-hmm. serve as evidence for that line of thinking. Yeah. And, and it's one of the things that my uh, parents ended up telling me was that because, you know, they want grandkids. So that, they they want all the grandkids they already have two they were like well we need one of yours and i was like uh okay um but you know like i i certainly had doubts going into it but they said well you know it's never the right time you know and that that old chestnut was what's like you can't you know you can't control it you can't ever plan for these things and i said i've done nothing but plan for this type of thing i don't i don't understand (laughs) like i i was we were you know like certainly accidents happen but this child was not an accident at all we had to work real hard to to you know make uh make it happen literally um the baby um and i don't know it was it's just one of those things that i i don't know i i don't think that like there are there are I think I get what Jay's getting at is that there's like this moral stigma. Right. And I think that other parents, if they don't have kids, people who do have kids, like they, they then feel the need to like other people, others who don't have kids and to like imbue upon them their own. Well, I, I mean, as I'm slowly entering these, these like parent, groups and circles are you starting to feel that way ben i just want to know when you guys are going to get your lives together and have some kids so, and settle down, i'm okay? so fucking glad <laughs> that you said that because that is a perfect transition to exactly what i was going to say which yeah. is i feel as though that marriage and then parenthood parenthood are cults in the sense that oh, absolutely like if you are not part of that cult they want you to be in the cult like i, I can't this. no totally like going to like marrying off so many friends, uh, you know, and it's like, oh, what are, who are you dating? Like, why don't you join us? Join us. 
Join one us. Of, uh, exactly. Is it and tribalism? So, is that all it is? Yes. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, like I <laughs> in my darker. I think it's. Go ahead. Oh, I say in my darker, more misanthropic days, it's more like, oh no, we want you like, uh, no, you should be miserable like us. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, you should make the same choice as we did so we can feel better about ourselves. Sure. Uh, I mean, sure. Yeah. Validate my choices. Totally. Sure. You know. Sure. But what were you going to say? Uh, you had some leaflets for us to look at. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. I have some pamphlets I could show you. <laughs> we have like a moment to, to talk us. about. I'd like to introduce you to a girl I know from church. Her mother's very <laughs> nice. I could, I Her could clock is ticking. That shit. Yeah. Well, that I, and I, that's another. I oh, I remember what I was going to say. Thank you, Jeff. Um, like, I feel like a lot of it is people either overinterpreting or over subjecting themselves to to our own like uh, uh, genetic impulses. You know what I mean? Like there's certainly like, you know, the biological clock is, is truly a thing. It is a sure. thing. I mean, if that's what um, you want. It would, you know, we, and Debbie and I had a very serious conversation because she's nearly 40 and uh, you know, and, and I'm not, too, I'm just a year or two behind her. And um, so, you know, we, we had that conversation was like, okay, if we're going to have kids, like literally biologically speaking, it becomes a lot more dangerous if we, if we wait another, you know, five years, even like, you know, so we, we sort of like saw that window and we both decided that we were like, well, I would like to be uh, done having kids by the time we're 40. I'm not going to have, I don't want to have a kid. I don't want you to be, she doesn't want to be pregnant. I don't want to, you know, have to deal with the risks of not, you know, like 41 or whatever might be a, there's the lights. Oh, See, I was going to, sorry, I'm going to interject. To me, it's amoral to have kids in your 50s, in my opinion. Hmm. Uh, I mean, you're not wrong. Because, I mean, my parents were relatively young when they had me. They Mm -hmm. were 29 and 20. And I loved having young parents. I can't imagine graduating from high school and my parents being 70, you know? Mm -hmm. Because they aren't as active and they probably... I mean, if you have grandkids, there's a good chance that they'll be gone. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, there's that's amoral. But okay, yeah, that's depriving cool. your child of of your youthful energy. Yeah, to raise and them. I mean, I know people that yeah. have had kids in their fifties. So yeah, I yeah. and it, it happens. It, it a lot, especially in like like broad like many children families. Like like that they tend to spread those out, and sure. those sometimes are spread out over decades. Like you have a kid who's 20, mm-hmm. you know, old enough to have a kid and then they're, yeah. you know, and then your mom, maybe, maybe, but I think it's also like very young parents do that too. Like they start oh, for having sure. kids early. Well, in older generations, like shit, my grandfather had an uncle that was younger than him because yeah. they were so spread out all yeah. the kids. My, my dad, my dad, his oldest aunt, uh, my, my grandfather's youngest uh, sibling is his age like was born when my dad was born but yeah. my dad is also the oldest of his family and yeah and i feel like these the days you're not going to see occurrences like that very often no i think it's rare i mean there's kids there's it's probably rare even back then plus kids but i you know i don't know 
Well, but I, I, mean, I would bring up the morality of like, like do you, resources and, and oh, being able sure. to provide for yeah. many children. Yeah. I mean, shit, my grandpa had income. 12 siblings. I mean, Jesus Christ. That's, I know. I, we were, I was thinking about that. I was like, all by the same woman? Like, did that woman give birth 12? Your grandmother? Your great, your great grandmother? Yeah. Like, she had kids for decades. 12 times. How about you that? Did, I was done after one. That, I mean, we that were was like, a very different time. No birth control, really. Well, I mean, sure. And Man, also, like, childbirth was not a guarantee. Like, we're not that many generations removed. From, yeah, like, well, you needed to have a lot of kids. Yeah, from, like, if you wanted an heir, like, you better yeah. have seven because six yeah. are going to die. Yeah. <laughs> also yeah. true. Just hedge your bet a little bit. You know what I mean? That's just yeah. what you're doing. I literally. mean, like, that was... I mean, that was the way that our species operated for yeah, you had to have thousands of, yeah. of years. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. this is relatively new. I was kind of curious uh, about like a, a, the morality of like IVF and fertility treatments. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Or, so. or surrogates. Uh, I mean, also just brings up another question. Like, I, I don't know, like is, there are a lot of kids in the world already. There's a lot of kids oh, that need homes. Well, oh. yeah, versus like spending all sorts of resources and time and money and energy to like, yeah. you know, manipulate the body into having kids. Yeah. No, I had some uh, friends that they spent over 50 grand on fertility treatments. None sure. of it worked, and they eventually sure. adopted two kids. Totally. Mm-hmm. You should have just done that from the beginning is what your argument is. Yeah. I mean, kind of like, but I guess it's also, you know, for whatever reason, like the desire to have kids has never been one that I have had. Like it just never has been yeah. a strong pull to me. And so, I mean, uh, I guess most people would prefer a, a genetic child versus an adopted. Some people, not everyone, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my, uh, you know, my bosses, they adopted, uh, a, a boy um who was you know from from a situation where the the mother uh was was pregnant and wasn't really able to provide for the kid so she decided to give up the baby for adoption through an agency and um you know and i think that that was a valid concern for for them to going going into it uh, at least you know one of my bosses has sort of said that before like, you know, once he had come home, he was like, I was worried that, that, you know, I just wouldn't feel anything for this child because I wasn't connected to it in that way. But he said, he he said the second, no, he said that he he still doesn't, he hates that kid. Um, But he said like the minute I laid eyes on that kid and I realized that he was my responsibility and he was, he was my, my child. I felt just the same as if I had made him as opposed to, I think so. Like, I don't think there's any question of morality in that situation. I mean, like he's, they've certainly they've provided just as good a home and environment for that kid as if it had been birthed of their own loins, you know, but, <laughs> sure. And it, it, you know, like what would, what would his, that boy's life have been like forced into a home where, where he couldn't be provided for and, and, you know, probably would have had a very rough time of it. Like, but maybe it would have made him stronger. Maybe not. I mean, like, maybe, who's to maybe. say? Well, I just mean like you can't judge that. Yeah, no, until it's, yeah. it's over, right? Like, there's no way mm-hmm. to say, you know, what's good or bad uh, for us ultimately. Yeah. Mm. Uh, personally, but I don't know. I 
I mean, Lincoln's cool. I like that kid. The last time I ran into him, which was probably like a year ago, uh, he seemed cool. Very charming. Very funny. He's, yeah. He's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only time morality comes when having a child is whether or not you can provide for the child. To me, I mean, that's the only moral. I mean, I guess you could say, well, the world's going to be a fucking hellhole in 30 years, but I don't the, believe the that's world a good has argument been a hellhole before. Yeah. Many, I don't, I've times. never bought that argument. Yeah. How can you bring a child into this world? I don't buy that shit. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, I, again, I was, it was certainly a concern of mine. I think I, it, it <laughs> crossed my mind several times, especially as you okay. know, Debbie's pregnant and during the pandemic and, and just, you know, every day the news seems to be more and more depressing going, going into it, you know, we sort of kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel now. Like it's sort of like, okay, I think there's a way forward, but there yeah. always is, you know what I mean? And so, that's really what I got to remember. The news has always been depressing. Right, like that's the news's job. Yeah, yeah this is uh, you're absolutely right. You know, I mean, this is not. I'm not the first person to think about this. No, certainly, certainly not. Uh, my question is, you know, we're talking about morality and children. Uh, what about the morality of the the save the relationship, save the marriage, baby? Oh, I have that's some experience with that as too. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Do you have something to tell us, Ben? Uh, well, if not, it's okay. <laughs> if you want to protect the the innocent. Or the um, guilty, depending on how, where I, this morality goes. I know some people <laughs> whom I may or may not be related to. Wow. Who had a, a a second child. And after that child was born, I don't even remember if it was a year. But then that, that, that couple split up. And, you know, and... and seeing, they had the baby trying to save the marriage? I, I think it was sort intent. of like uh It was sort of like a last-ditch effort. And it's sort of kind of shitty. Like, That's super that fucked to up. To a kid. That's yeah, super right? fucked like, up. And I, I mean, I think it was maybe a result of trying to save the marriage, like in a physical sense. Like, you know, they would rekindle that flame or whatever. Sure. But everybody always thinks, I, I think, I don't know, but... I think that there's this like, it just seems like that's that is certainly questionable morality, right? If not oh, 100%. completely amoral to be like to put that much weight on a child to save your relationship. <laughs> you, you I know? mean, if you think that in the first place, go Some to Jesus. Oh yeah, and I mean, Fuck. I don't know if that was their intention. I'm sure it wasn't. Starting out, they were like, sure. "This is going to be that honeymoon phase, right?" Like you know, mm. oh, this is we have to you know, the baby's going to be so happy and we're going to be happy with the baby. And if I've learned anything, it's that, that uh, <laughs> babies don't just make you happy all the time. They That's certainly awesome. I want to mark this date because there will come a time in 18 months where it is going to be really good to have this on record. Um, oh, as the, like, as the, the chemicals and the hormones wash away the truth the, of this the trauma and the yes exactly <laughs> yes, leave, as my brain erases it just beautiful the... gilded veneer yeah i mean i've never it's interesting i've never been led to believe that having a kid brings crazy happiness especially in the beginning I, it's I, a mixed bag right oh jesus christ the first few months <laughs> are uh, through and through crazy pants they're like yeah. crazy pants but yeah. i think but everyone's like oh but it's worth that it's well that's so that. this is what i'm saying those are those chemicals Cult. that i Cult. think Though I think those are the chemicals that in like 18 no. months to two years, you're like, oh, you, you know, we only remember the good times and mm -hmm. like, sure. oh, I miss that. And then mm -hmm. 
You got to yeah. block yeah, out that PTSD. They were so little. They were so cute. And yeah, little exactly. diapers and the shoes and the boo-boo-boo-boo. And, and, and all like, of that is true. No. Yeah. No, your brain has to block that out. Otherwise, you'll never want to have another one. Yeah, exactly. Um, and here's the other thing. Like, I, I think it's – I – I, you know, we've talked about, Debbie and I have talked about maybe having two kids. Like, I mean, right now is not the time to broach that subject with either of us. Um, but uh, like Irish twins, baby, yeah. do it. You're probably you late now. But no time, no time to get it we on. Had to, we had to <laughs> wait. They said like, and like the doctor said uh, like, yeah. oh, you shouldn't until like, yeah, like don't get pregnant until your first kid's nine months old. Like. And I was like, oh, okay, but, and I, you know, so that was, that, that's gone into the planning of some things, but you know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm like, do I really want a set? I mean, like, do, do I want a sibling for my child? Because that was my experience or, like, and, or, or, you know, it, it, or, or do I, do I, you know, does this kid need a sibling? Will they want a sibling? Max says no, the only child. I, mean, I yeah, get it. Be, like, <laughs> clearly, he will not need a sibling. Like, that's need a sibling. That is insane. Uh, yeah. No, it's hard to say. I mean, say there because... were plenty of times when I hated my sister. Like, yeah. I love her to death. She's a wonderful person. And she's, she is just the most caring person I've ever met. But she, like, there were times growing up I was like, I hate your guts. Like, yeah, don't talk to me. Stay out of my room. I did. Uh, I, one time. I know. I know. One time I punched her. She used to beat the um, fuck out of me. So here, here's what I can tell you from my experience. Really, as an only little, child. little. The only time I have heard my mom say like, I really wish that you would have, you know, I'm sorry that we never, that you don't have a sibling was literally when she was handling the estate of her mother and father after they have passed away and realizing that her brother, uh, you know, shouldered a lot of that with her. And she was really fucking glad to have her brother, uh, possibly for the first time ever. I don't know. Um, uh, not that they don't have a bad, you know, my mom anyway. Um, but that was what caused her to be like, yeah, I'm really sorry that you don't have a sibling because, when you, because <laughs> when we die, this is going to suck. It's <laughs> mm. like, no, right on. Having been through that, I would agree. There you go. When my dad passed away, I was super thankful to have my sister there. There so. you go. Interesting. I don't know. I haven't my, both. I mean, haven't had to deal with that yet, but I'm sure that I will end up shouldering the the business end of that. But I don't. I don't know that. It's sort of crossed my mind. I mean, several times. Mar- Tom and Mary, they're in good shape. Like they're 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 probably going to be around a while longer. <laughs> I hope. Good. I sure hope so. But you know, we'll uh, see. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. we, we've we've had to do that kind of stuff with Debbie's parents too, and she has two siblings, two sisters, and so the three of them are sort of you know they've been like and 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 Robert and Sharon have been very smart with their money and their investments and and their assets and all this stuff they've done very well for themselves and so there's going to be a lot of business and it's not going to go pretty on that no, side. Oh, it's going to be super fun. Oh, I watched my dad it's, do that with his siblings. It was Oh it yeah. was and has been gnarly. Oh, um, yeah, it's going to be too. like when whenever that ends up happening. Yeah. I, I you know. 
Well, and I'm, I don't want to get in the, I mean, I'm, I would be glad to help, but I certainly don't want to be in the middle of it. Like, I, uh, dude, that's not why I'm like, glad I'm not the executor of the will. You know, we, we can go back to talking about birth. We don't have to necessarily keep talking about death. But yeah, it's I think, a cycle, man. It's inevitable. We're going to talk well, about it's one all and the, the same. Other. I mean, no doubt. Like, they're certainly very similar. Um, yeah. But I think that you brought up a good point too, Ben. That, like, I think that we, I wonder how much uh, of like siblings and deciding to have second kids come from like a lack of imagination in Mm. that people struggle to be like, oh, well, I had this and this worked for me. So Mm -hmm. this is what I want to give to Mm -hmm. to my child. This is what I want their experience to be. But Mm -hmm. like, ultimately, uh, like I said, I mean, like there's lots of people who have other different experiences that are completely fine. Yeah. Right. So if we have one more, as soon as that one's in the oven, I'm getting this the old snippety snip. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, we'll, I don't want we'll any surprises see. coming down the pipe. You know what we'll I mean? See. Literally. Till those twins come. Till those yes, twins come, sir. baby. Yes, Dude, sir. I tell you what, I don't know how people with twins do it. <laughs> I really don't. Like I, I I could not imagine two of those little things yes. I, around. I know a guy from college, they had two sets of twins. Four children, two yeah. sets of twins. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yet, yeah, I promise crazy. you, were you in that situation, mm. you would handle it like a goddamn champion. Because of course. Well, thanks. You have man. no you choice. <laughs> I rise to the occasion. Well, that's what I'm I like, mean. Like I'm like oil in water, baby. You know, it's the story of like, you know, the reason like, you know, you'll hear that yeah. excuse like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to have another kid because how could I possibly love another kid this much? But like, it turns out love isn't like a, just a pie that has certain it's pieces. Not a pie. Like, you just bake another pie. Like yeah. more just shows up. I mean, as the it. first child, I am loved more. Oh, I can tell you fair, that. Fair. I mean, okay. Sorry. I, as I think we can all say, we're all the eldest children. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we're and, the most loved. I think we are the most loved. I think oh, everyone I would back, agree ben. with that. I'm take it back. <laughs> well, hey, everyone. Thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant and Uninformed today. Uh, we have, it has been my absolute pleasure <laughs> to provide you this inside look into my everyday life as a new parent, three months in going pseudo strong and everything's just great. But, uh, we've been our, uh, we have been your hosts, Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. Uh, look, it like only childs can turn out. Okay. Everyone's going to be weird. It's hey, fine. you're my favorite only child. Thanks buddy. Of all of, of all the ones I've beat mm-hmm. up. Both of them. And sure. Mr. Jeff. Watson. <laughs> I refuse to spread these genes. <laughs> My line shall end with me. <laughs> and I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore, and this has been Ignorant and Uninformed. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorant and uninformed. Twank us on Twitter at Ig and Un. You can uh, send us your topics at topics at ignorantuninformed.com. Questions make the best topics. And we're going to be back next week with a brand new episode of Hot Ass Freshness all up in your grill. So, peace out.